It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. All right, this Phillies-Arizona yeah. uh, matchup. Mm-hmm. Philly looks to me, you know, unbeatable. All of a sudden, they win two at home. They go on the road to Arizona, which you're very familiar with, Chase yep. Field. Uh, you, you coached there yep. uh, for some years. All of a sudden, that swagger kind of got lost. And Arizona beats them in two one-run games. Mm-hmm. They end up coming out. They lose the final game. They're back to Philly tonight. Yep. Uh, the series yep. is at 3-2. What what talk about Arizona a little bit right. and and how unexpected how unpredictable this may be getting in with eighty four wins they go they sweep the first two series you mentioned early in in the broadcast uh, they bounced the Dodgers hundred win team it was David and Goliath I was calling it yes and yes. David came out on top nobody expected that kind of like the other teams the Atlanta Braves best team in baseball year they get bounced yes. Um, Another team, the Tampa Bay Rays, they win 99 games. They get bounced in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you see this series? we got two to go. Right. Matchup tonight, I, I was looking earlier. I believe it's Nola versus Kelly. Kelly is Arizona's probably their best guy. Argument that, that Gallon is. Gallon but tonight, is. Nolan's been – it's been the Wheeler-Nola Suarez show for Philly. They've been great all postseason. Yeah. They've all been pitching like number one. Uh, stopper type starters. Do you see that? Do you see Arizona extending that series, or or it looks like what it, what's going to happen is about to happen? Yeah, I, I think. Well, you you laid that out perfectly, Brett, and you really made a, 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 a contrast between these two clubs because they are very different. These two teams. When you see Philly bombs away and great pitching, um, phenomenal, and and then you look at Arizona, young, energetic, athletic. I love what they're doing up the middle with Cattell, uh, Cattell Marte and Perdomo, you know, excellent uh, defensively. And you got, you got Corbin Carroll out in center field that can run like a jackrabbit or no, he plays right. Um, but they got guys in the outfield that can flat out go out and get it. And I, and I love that. Um, and they got some pop. So this Arizona team was, you know, by far the best defensive team in the, in the national league as well. Only 56 errors throughout the course of the year. So you look at that club and, you know, you know, they say, Defense wins uh, championships. They got that pretty in pretty good uh, uh, fashion. But when it comes down to one game left uh, in their ballpark at Philly, you got to think that, you know, with the power and with the little bit better pitching overall, I think Philly's going to have a, a chance to close this thing down tonight. I just think 
I mean, Schwarber is amazing to me. I mean, this guy, you can call him a one trick pony, but he does it. And he always, he always rises to the occasion, man. This guy's out there to hit home runs. He doesn't care if he hits 200, he's going to go out there and hit you know, 40 to 45 bombs and drive in a hundred. That's just what he does and leave the other things to the other guys. Uh, this is, this is not a, a team that's going to, you know, kill it on the base paths like they do in Arizona. This team is going to go out and, and, and power you to death with Bryce Harper and company. And Castellanos has been great. And uh, Corbin, uh, not Corbin Carroll, uh, Corbin Carroll, but Schwarber hitting at the top, had big thug hitting at the top of the order. And I mean that in a positive way. Um, this team is going to be going to be tough to beat in a, in a one game back there in Philly. So I think, I think that's where we're going tonight. Okay, I th- I'm going to I'm going to turn the clock back a little bit for you. It's 1981. I believe you win the World Series with the Dodgers. I believe you beat the Yankees. Yes. You're down two games out of the shoot. Yes. Yes. You go down 0-2. Let's just fast forward it to 2023. Mm-hmm. Right now tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's not the World Series, so it's it's not the exact same scenario, mm-hmm. but it's 3-2 Philly. Arizona, the underdog of all underdogs, is going to Philadelphia, hostile territory. They've got to win two yeah. the final two games. What does Tory Lavello need to tell his ball club tonight? Because you were down 2-0. Maybe you have a Lasorda story. Yeah. I have no clue. What's yeah. Tory Lavello need to tell his ball club today? Or is there anything he can say? Well, it's it's a great question. And and my answer to you, Brett, is that I can already pretty much, I'm not in there, so I don't know for sure, but this is what I, I can surmise. I was teammates with Tory uh, with the Yankees for a while, and I kind of know his his posture and his stances on things. He um, One thing I like about him right now is you can look over at that team, and I don't see any panic. I don't see any panic you know, looming uh, in the faces of the guys on the Arizona club. So I, I know the undergirdings of the club are solid, uh, and, you know, he hasn't lost anything as far as this team's confidence goes. But really, I think he's going to ride the same mantra that he's had for a long time. You know, when they got into the playoffs against the Milwaukee Brewers and they bounced them, then they bounced the Dodgers, he's going to continue that on, and that is, hey, we've already won. Nobody expected us to get this far. We're the small dog in the fight. You guys have already been phenomenal. But can you go out and win and get us to the next level? Absolutely. We've already done things that people never thought that we could do. That's going to be, I think, his general overall theme to these guys so as to not put pressure on them. Um, and I think that's the best thing to do. That's Tori's a pretty plain-speaking guy, and um, I think that's kind of the message he's going to lend to these guys. And I think it's a good message because it's true. It is the truth. One thing you, can, you can't do is BS a lot of the players. They, they already know. And uh, they know where they're up against, but, you know, put it in perspective. Nobody thought you'd get this far, and you're, you're doing a hell of a job right now. So go out there and give it your best shot. Let, let's just fall where they may. It'd be amazing. I'm looking at it there, Arizona. Yeah, it's so obvious the writing's on the wall. Of course Philly's going to win. They're up 3-2 going back to Philly. If you can find a way to squeak out a game tonight, mm. all bets are off. Because you all know any, Philly now if they anything do. can happen in a one yes. game. All it Absolutely. takes is one gr- the greatest pitching performance, and it doesn't matter who's on the other side. They will. Right. Pitching will always dominate hitting. All right, let's pop to the other side. We got the uh, Houston yep. Astros versus the Texas Rangers. <laughs> it's kind of the Boach Dusty show. Yes. It's the Scherzer Verlander. Um, yeah. 
I'm just, I've just been watching this Houston team, and they're so good, and they're just constant professionals. They've been there so many times. I think this is the seventh time they've been there. I don't know if it's yeah. seven and seven years or seven and eight years, but so much experience. So many guys can beat you in so many different capacities. They've got a power bullpen. You go over to Boach's team in the Texas Rangers. Been a resilient starting rotation, getting Montgomery Scherzer at the trading deadline. Yeah. Evalde has really yes. evolved. As a number one starter, he's come yeah. up big for him. His last three starts, they won one last night. Rangers boat raced him last night, 9-2. Yeah. to two. Tied it up at 3-3, three, three, all the intrigue. And it came down to this. Tonight, it's uh, Max Scherzer, who's pitched only one time in the last month and a half. Didn't yeah. go so well. Game three of this series. He's back tonight for, for game seven. And he's up against Javier. Um, anything could happen. You know, from your experience, game seven, it's all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. So whoever can possibly throw tonight, I'm sure Boach has got lined up as, uh, you know, can you go? Can you give me an inning? Can you give me an inning to all the guys? The yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. But uh, tell me what that looks like. Um, what's your thoughts on this? How's it going to end? Give me Steve Sachs crystal ball. What's going to happen tonight? Uh, I mean, this has been so unpredictable. You know, both these teams, you know, win in the other guy's house. Uh and it's been crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I love the Bochi, uh, Dusty, you know, that kind of a uh, lineup. That's really great. Um, I think that's a wash when you talk about the two managers. But those guys probably be insignificant as far as one game. It's going to come down to the pitching. I mean, can Christian Javier go out there and do some shoving? Or is it going to be Max Scherzer? Look, I don't care if Max Scherzer didn't pitch well in the last game. If the game's on the line. And, and there's a dude that I want to be in a foxhole with, Booney. Uh, I might jump in there with Max Scherzer. This guy is an animal, okay? He wants it. And for one game, um, he's going to – he would pitch until his arm fell off. And he's going to – I know one thing. I'm going to get all of his experience. I'm going to get all of his talent. And I'm going to get all of the bulldog that he has in him for one game. And it's going to go right into the funnel, right, right down the – and I – I, to me, that's kind of hard to go against. That, to me, is kind of hard to go against. So I don't know how it's going to turn out, but, man, I don't like betting against Max Scherzer. I really don't. And, uh, you know, the, I think the Houston Astros are probably the ones that are expected to win. But a lot of great things Texas did, man. They jumped out there. They went and got Corey Seager and Simeon and, uh, you know, all the guys that you talked about, uh, you know, Montgomery at the, you know, at the deadline. And they started – this team, you know, before in the offseason when they got all those regular players on this club and turned it around. I mean, they that makes everybody better. So I, I like the fact that the front office of the Texas Rangers has really put it out there and they want to win bad. And so, uh, you know what? Dusty lives about a quarter mile from me down the street. And he's a good friend of mine. And he was like a big brother to me on the Dodgers. And, you know, his dad and my dad were very good friends. So I, I I'd have a hard time to say, well, you know, Dusty's for sure going to win. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of think Max Scherzer might do some shoving tonight. So I'm going to go with them. Not what I really want. I want Dusty, but I got to think. I think it, it, it's amazing to me, too. It, nobody's won a home game. Isn't that weird? It's it's bizarre. And if How that, long if can that, that continue? Right. If if that works out, well, then Texas is going to win tonight. and The Rangers are going to go on the World Series. It's It's bizarre. 
Yeah. Um, you talk about Scherzer and that type of pitcher, that type of, and not to play it as a pun, because this might be a part of the, the answer you give me, but you played with, with some number ones and some Bulldogs. You played with Oral Hershiser. Obviously, that 88 season, he was tremendous. You played with Fernando Bird Hooten in 1981. I remember that. Um, touch on some guys you played with in some postseason experiences that were really that Max Scherzer guy where you'd say, Booney, if I got one game to play, I want him in the foxhole with me. Who was yeah. that guy for Steve Sachs during your career? It's Oral. Oral Hershiser, ridiculous, ridiculous how good he was. Not only starting, he came out of the pen in game five, I think, in New York in the in, in the uh, you know NLCS, um, and he locked that one down for us. And I think that's the game where Sochi hit the home run in the ninth, in the eighth or ninth inning to, against Gooden. It turned that whole thing around. Oral, Oral locked that one down. And then, of course, what he did in the World Series was just sick. I mean – Ridiculous how good he was, and Oral really had two pitches. He had that he had that two seamer, you know, into the right hander, and he could dot that thing eight out of ten times. He could dot it, and then he had that hard biting down and away kind of tight slider that stayed on the same level, and he was just up and down, and it was nasty. And he could put it there. He could put that when they're about seven out of ten, right where he wanted it, and they they just had no chance against him. He was. You know, we broke Drysdale's record most innings consistently without giving up a run. Um, so I would hit, I would say him number one, and then Fernando. Even when Fernando wasn't pitching with his best stuff, he would still win, and he'd stay out there nine innings. So those two guys were great examples, uh, Booney. I think in postseason, um, just amazing, and that's what wins games, and that's why I say it's hard to bet against Max Scherzer. I know Christian Javier's amazing, um, but. I think Max Scherzer, what he brings to the table, it's, it's hard to bet against that guy. But you would have loved playing against Oral because it was just, you know, you know, it was just he worked fast. I mean, a lot of his, a uh, lot of his, uh, uh, you know, opponents at the plate, they were down 0-1 all the time. So he just I think, I, you know what? I think I was Oral's last hitter that he ever faced in the big leagues. I think. Really? I, I think. Nope. He, he came was, back. Remember at the very end, he came back to the Dodgers. Oh, okay. All right. So we're playing interleague yeah. oh, play. I'm with, the Mar I'm with the Mariners yeah. at the time. The Mariners. Yeah. We beat, we, we bat around. And I think I hit a double. Tommy comes out, takes oral out of the game. And I think that's the last time he ever pitched. I think don't quote me on it. I gotta, I look, I gotta look it up. Cause I've told that story before, but I gotta make yeah. sure I'm accurate, but I wow. think I was the last one to face oral. So wow. I saw, I got oral a little bit with the Mets, little bit with Cleveland. I got him at the end with the Dodgers, but he wasn't that oral of 88 when he was yeah. just, when I was at SC watching him on TV, coming to watch you guys at Dodger stadium. Wow. Hey, did you, did you play in those gate in that game? Like, yes. Spring training. I did. All right. Here, here's the deal. And I, I'm going to bring this up. And, yeah. and I, since, since this time I've, I've met with all these guys and, and we're great now, yeah. but it's, I'm a freshman at USC. We come to Dodger stadium and they have the little, the little, uh, the game, you know, yeah. we've got to use wood at the time. It was un, unheard of for college players to use wood. I was scared of it. I didn't want to embarrass myself, <clears throat> but we had a home run derby and they brought back the legend. So they brought back Ron say, 
uh-huh. who's also who's been on the program. I think it was Davy Lopes, mm. and I forget who the maybe Garvey. Oh, so these are guys, Steve. As a kid in the seventies, those Dodger Philly rivalries. You know, yeah. and I'm I'm going to the ballpark with my dad. I grew up. These were my guys. I watch. I watched that Dodgers infield of oh, Zach, yeah. or no, it wasn't Zach's yet. It was Lopes, Garvey, Garvey oh, okay. Say, yeah, and. And I'm thinking, these are my guys, right? Well, I'm a freshman in college. We come over for this home run derby, and we're kind of interacting, shaking hands. These guys big league me more than you can be big league, Saxy. And I went, you son of a bitches. And I think I ended up beating, whooping all their asses. (laughs) I was crushed. They big leagued the crap out of me. And I'm like, man, I grew up in the other dugout watching. You guys didn't know I had a Philly uniform on when I was a little kid. But yeah. But years yeah. later, you know, I've talked to him, and it, 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 yeah. it was funny. It, it was just probably they didn't want to be there. Like, I got to do this. I don't want to hit anymore. I'm done hitting. I'm retired. I got to I gotta do a put on an exhibition against his freaking college kids. I don't know. Who oh, he is. wow. But, yeah. yes, we, we did play in that game. I see, yeah. I wanted to see – I wanted to see – you've been – did you see the Garcia incident? Yes. Uh, with getting drilled by Abreu. I want to yeah. get your take on it. There's been a lot of – he, Abreu's got a, a two-game suspension. Mm. Uh, he's appealing that this morning. I think they're having the case whether he's going to be available for the game tonight. Okay, let me set it up. Abreu hits the big home run and a big home run at the time. Altuve comes back later in the game and ends up not walking it off, but putting them ahead, and and the Houston Nationals win the ball game. Yeah. But when Garcia hit the home run, it was a huge home run. It's off Verlander who, in my opinion, is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. He pimps him. And and today, a part of the game, and we've had, you know, we've all kind of have to come to accept it, is they're animated, the players today. They celebrate and they do things. And and I've thought about it a while, and I'm thinking, you know, everybody likes to say, oh, back in our day, if that would have happened. Well, it's not our day. Yeah. And for me, it's like we as players police one another in our generation. Right. If the players today say it's okay, it's none of my business whether I think it's okay or not because it's not my game. It's their game. I get that. Right. That was a little over the top for me. It was a big home run, but it was almost a disrespectful, angry, throw the bat down. And that's just not any pitcher. You know, whether you like Verlander, you don't. You got to respect his body of work. And this guy's going to the Hall of Fame. And it's probably a first ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that bull, because I've had some bullpens in my day, teammates, the manager, nobody ever knows anything about anything that's happening. Maybe I got drilled by a pitch. Maybe my team, Edgar Martinez got drilled. The bullpen takes care of business themselves. They don't have to run it by anybody. They're just kind of out there watching going, oh, we're going to get you back. Now, sometimes you get them back a week later. Sometimes you get them back next spring training. Yeah. So by all the looks of things, a two-run game, the postseason, that's not the time or the place to get into a beanball nope. back and forth. I understand that. Right. But my baseball eyes tell me when Abreu came into that game and drilled Garcia with the first pitch. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. He meant to drill him. And I know that situations yeah. and, and the and the argument on the other side is, oh, there's no way he meant to drill him. Don't you see the don't you see the situation again? Yeah, I see the situation of the game, but I see also an Abreu that's protecting his teammate that emotion got the best of him. And he just says, I don't care what the score is. This guy's going down. He drilled him yeah. on purpose. My opinion, I'm probably in the minority because of the situation. Give me what Steve Zach saw. Okay. So let me let me tell you uh, just one foundational tidbit about this situation. Okay. Um, we were in postseason. I don't know when it was. I don't remember. All I know is Jerry Royce was pitching with us, and we were uh, in the opposing ballpark. And first time up, I got hit. Okay. Uh, got drilled. Went down to first. They got us out. We come back. Now we're going to defense. And I'm getting. I'm sitting on the bench. I grabbing my glove. Jerry Royce, the starting pitcher, his glove was right next to mine. I was getting ready to get up and go out. He walked in front of me and got his glove. And I looked up to him, you know, pretty, pretty tall. Good. I looked up to him. All he did was wink at me. He just winked. Like I said, uh Oh, I know what's coming. This first guy, sure enough, first guy up right there under the armpit. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what they did when you and I played. There was not even a question. Nobody had to tell him. It's just they hit our guy. We're going to drill it, and he did. He took care of it, first guy. So I have a tendency to think, given the situation that you laid out, you know, postseason, close game, no way he's going to hit him. No way. I mean, if he does, uh, it's just it's not very prudent to do that when you look forward of what's what's going to happen. You're going to give up the game, and you're going to look back and say, you let your emotion get ahead of you. Right, right. You hit the guy. I mean, really? But you know what? It was so egregious. It wasn't like he rushed him. No. He, he, the ball landed like in the middle of the right-handed batter's box, okay? It was like in the middle of the box. He missed the home plate by two and a half feet. Um, I think he I think he hit him on purpose. I mean, you can't miss a plate by this much, coincidentally, right when, you know, and, and hit him. And hit him and he almost hit him in the back, didn't he? I mean, it was Yeah, horrible. and we're not, talk, we're not talking about a guy – that is struggling right now. Abreu has been dealing. He hasn't given yeah. up a run in the postseason. And you know how when, when guys are that good and they're on their game, they don't miss. No. They don't it's like miss. This, Brett. It's like this. You know? I mean, your dad was a catcher. He talked to you a lot, right. a lot about that. You know, it was it was like this, wasn't it? And so if, that much. If he was just trying to if he was just trying to send a message, he he might have grazed him. Yeah. But like you said, he squared him up, and in my in my eyes, watching that pitch, and go back and watch the pitch. I mean, it's not we as hitters. We can tell when we get drilled on purpose. I yeah. can see the arm angle and how it comes out of the hand. Right, that came right out of the hand. I'm squaring you up right now, yeah. and I don't care what anybody. And there, you've got to you've got to state your case. You know, Dusty's got to say, of course, we weren't trying to drill. You have to say that. And I'm not saying Dusty had anything to do with it. No, I'm saying a lot of times. We as players, we take things into our own. I had Norm Charlton in the bullpen for me on a couple of my teams. I'm okay. telling you, Norm Norm didn't send a message. Hey, Brett, I'm going to drill somebody. No. He didn't say anything to anybody. As soon as Norm got the call and he's coming into the game, you Wait. knew what was going to happen, and he just took care of business. Yeah. There were no words exchanged. So yeah. I played with guys like that. 
-hmm. I know guys like that. Uh, I may be dead wrong. And, and, and now that you, you kind of agree with me, we both, we both might be dead wrong. Uh, but that's just my opinion. I'm sure Dusty didn't want him to hit him, but you know what? Correct. Correct. Players take things into their own hands and they have the faith, the feel on the field that, you know what, it's, you can't explain all of that, but and they, they ended up getting out of it. Now Tuve hits a big home run. They end up winning the game. It's like they had their cake and they ate it too. Yeah. It, it was, it was pretty cool to watch. I'll be yeah, honest. I agree. You know, so they, they know, and you know, if you hit a guy like that, you probably think, well, I know I can get the next guy out. I'm not worried about him, but you got to have some confidence to do that in a playoff game. All right. I know we don't know who's, who's in the world series yet. We set up the two scenarios. One call, Steve Sachs, World Series champions, 2023. And then we're going to okay. get on to some, I, you know what, I, important I, stuff. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be crazy about this, and I'm, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. All right, you heard it here, Saxy with the Texas Rangers World Series. Okay, let's get to some serious stuff. Um, in honor of your son, and, and this happened a while back for the people out there listening to the Boom Podcast that don't know, uh, Steve's son's um, John Sachs uh, was killed in a training accident. Um, wow. I I reached out to you at the time. I, di- I didn't even have words for you. You know, I'm a father of four, and I couldn't even imagine what you've, what you've gone through. First of all, tell me a little bit about your son, John. Um, and then we're going to get into the foundation you've started and, and, and some things, some people out there listening uh, can do to support uh, the whole situation. Well, uh, you know, my son was, you know, just like, uh, like all the parents out there, they think that, uh, you know, their kids are, are the greatest ever. Um, and I certainly did about my son. He was, uh, he was an amazing Marine. Um, he was, he was a phenomenal pilot. He was a wonderful father um, and uh, and husband, and he was probably the most handsome Marine that you've seen. <laughs> uh, and he didn't take after me, um, but he was the closest person in my life to me. Uh, and uh, it's it's been like a year and two months, and it's it's still very raw for our family to uh, to have lost such a, a, a wonderful person who um, loved his country. He passionate about being an aviator. And, uh, you know, so we started a foundation called the Captain John J. Sachs Foundation, and we're going to raise funds um, to help other aviators uh, accomplish their dreams, aspiring aviators, whether it's a, a commercial flight, somebody in the military, somebody wants to be an astronaut, Whatever it may be, we're going to help them get to that level of accomplishing accomplishing their dreams. And the first one we're having, Brett, is we're having um, an event on November the fifth at the Ronald Reagan Library in Simi, um, and it's going to be a great event. Uh, we're going to have a golf before that at the Tierra Rajada Golf Course in the morning. It starts at seven thirty, and then the the lunch is going to be there at eight. Um, Steve Garvey's going to speak. Congressman Garcia is going to be there. My son's. Commanding officer, Lieutenant Colonel John Miller, who absolutely loved my son and is just an unbelievable, phenomenal speaker. He's going to tell you about my son. Um, And also, we're going to give our first uh, donation away to a family of an Air Force uh, gentleman, young man that was on the baseball team there that was killed in a training accident like my son. 
we're going to help their family out too. So uh, that's what we're going to do with some of the proceeds that we're going to make from this event. Very cool. And is, is there any, is there a website, anything, anybody can reach out that's listening to this podcast yeah. right now and, you, and donate or be a part of? Yeah. Thank you, Brett. We want to get as many people to this event as possible. If we can get 500 people there, we're going to go into the other room, which is where all the airplanes are at the Reagan library. In case you haven't seen that, it's the most amazing place. Um, but yes, they can simply go to johnnyourhero.org, johnnyourhero.org, and you can register for the event or you can donate if you wish. But johnnyourhero.org, and just once you get there, just click on the golf luncheon tab and um, you can do whatever you wish right there. And there's donate buttons everywhere. But if you want to come to the event, just click on that golf lunch tab and you can register. Very cool. Uh, very cool. Well, Steve Sachs, I appreciate you coming on the, on the podcast today to reminisce a little bit. Uh, like I, I like saying alumni, alumni has been here twice now, but uh, I appreciate you taking out the time. Once Anytime. again, for those of you listening out there, uh, johnnyrhero.org, great cause. Um, and and kind of Steve's trying to turn a tragedy in, into something that'll help help some other people down the line. And, and once again, condolences out to you and your family uh, had to be uh, I, I like like my text to you was I didn't have words at the time. It was just on my heart at that time. Hey, give Steve a, a, a text, which might, I, I, you know what, might Brad, not mean anything. But, you know, that's what I was feeling that day when I, I heard know. The and I and I looked at your text again this morning before I came on with you. And it's a really right from the heart. And I appreciate you reaching out to me like that. It meant a lot. And uh, yeah, this is a, uh, it's a different world I live in now. My family lives in now and it is what it is. You don't ever move on. You just move forward. And that's what it is. Yeah. And for all of you out there watching the Boone podcast now on YouTube, listening to the podcast on the Odyssey app. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. Remember Saxy's got Texas Rangers is a World Series champion. We'll see how that works out. Until next time, yeah. thanks for listening. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.